on the air and streaming on the web since 1996. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Today on Soundtrack Alley, you'll hear as I interview a special guest composer, Elizabeth Philipson Weiner, as we discuss her career, her types of materials she uses in composing, and so much more. Sit back, relax, as the show begins now. I am Randy Andrews, and today you'll hear the fabulous interview I did with Elizabeth Phillips and Weiner, and you'll hear some of her composed music, as well as a few cues that have inspired her in her music career. Let's begin. Hi, I'm Randy Andrews, and today on Soundtrack Alley, I've got special guest composer Elizabeth Phillips and Weiner, and it's a real honor to have you on my show today, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Uh, when did you get into film composing? So I kind of had a meandering path to film composition. I started my musical career as a trombone player. I've been playing the trombone since I was 10. And I thought for the longest time that I was going to be an orchestral trombone player. That was my path through college. I, I was a trombone performance major. And then kind of randomly during college, a friend of mine needed a score for a 48-hour film festival film. Mm -hmm. And he asked me and I was like, you know, I could probably do that. I have no experience, but I'll try. And it's literally just a solo piano score. It's terrible. And that was my first film score. And I, I've been kind of hooked ever since. Amazing. Still, I imagine that maybe for you, it wasn't that great, but I imagine for other people, they really enjoyed it. I think it worked enough, but it was like, you know, it was really one oh, film scoring 101. It was, I don't know if I've ever heard another film score with just a single instrument, but that's all I had access to. So we just went with it. <laughs> that's fantastic, though. Was it a long road through organizing music for even various film festivals that your music has been featured in? Yeah, it, it has kind of been a long road. I think that any artistic career is a long road in and of itself. Like, you know, there's that saying that an overnight success takes 10 years. Um, and I think that's definitely true of film scoring as well. So, you know, I've been working on projects for the last eight, nine years, just doing student films first, 
then moving on to short films, moving on to feature films, and and moving up in the ranks of kind of the caliber of, of projects I was able to do. And that has led to bigger and better film festivals. So it's it's always a process. hearing music called Magic Night from the short documentary The Magic Night, director Alejandra Parody, which explores where inspiration comes from through the lens of Grammy award-winning songwriter Julie Gold. Music composed today by my guest Elizabeth Phillipson Weiner. With different projects that you've worked on, such as upcoming projects, like uh, Triple Threat or Get Gets Good Light. How have those shaped even your film festival career? Um, so Gets Good Light um, is a short film that I actually produced and scored. And that is a film that was slated to premiere at Tribeca this year before New York got shut down for COVID. So unfortunately, we didn't get to premiere there this year, but we've been pushed into their 2021 festival cycle. But I would say that, you know, getting into Tribeca is a huge career accomplishment for anyone. Um, it's one of the best film festivals in the world. And that's that's really it gives you a lot of momentum and it gives you it's like an affirmation to keep going and to keep improving and getting better. So that's that's been really exciting. And Gets Good Light has continued to have a really exciting festival run virtually even throughout COVID. So that's really exciting to get to screen at festivals like Rain Dance and Urban World, where the caliber of the other films is so high and you get to meet other really amazing people. So that's great. And Triple Threat is not released yet. It's coming soon. That's another film that is kind of like just another building block in in my career. It's a feature-length musical. I love musical theater, and I think mm -hmm. it's going to really resonate with people, especially during this time where we can't enjoy musical theater live and in person.
You are hearing music called Transformation from the upcoming short narrative film Call of the Wendigo, a western horror film about greed during the 1800s silver rush. Music composed by my guest today, Elizabeth Philipson Weiner. What music do you enjoy composing for the most? That's a tough question. I love a really vast variety of genres of music, but I would say, so there's kind of two sides to me as a composer, um, because I have a songwriting background as well. And Mm -hmm. as a songwriter, I really love folk music and I'm really inspired by like vintage 1970s folk artists like CSNY, Jackson Brown. Um, So I do kind of have this like folky storytelling song side to me. And then in the film scoring world, I, I kind of like to make modern hybrid cinematic scores that are really rooted in storytelling. And I do like to combine kind of synth pulse influences with my folk background. So mm-hmm. it's kind of this interesting hybrid between live and synthesized instruments. hearing music called City Windows from the award-winning short film Gets Good Light. A luxury condo in Brooklyn begins the day staged for an open house to lure wealthy buyers, but by night becomes a brief refuge for a family targeted by immigration enforcement. Music composed by my guest today, Elizabeth Phyllisman Weiner. With talking about synth music and um, storytelling. Whom do you admire for the film composing community, even from the past, that has influenced or shaped your career? That's a great question. I think there's so many film composers who've, who've shaped my career. I think I have to say 
the number one influence on on first of all me wanting to be a film composer and also kind of what I aspire to is Thomas Newman. I I think that every cue he does, he infuses with such complex emotion and it's it just like takes you on a journey in two minutes. And so that's kind of always what I want to do. I always want to be aspire to that level of storytelling. I think from a synth perspective, Cliff Martinez is is hugely inspiring to me. Um, he blends these genres together like EDM music with the storytelling elements of film scoring. And he's also just creating really innovative soundscapes that mm-hmm. kind of push the whole world of film scoring forward. There's also some amazing composers working with a more organic sounding palette. I would point to Ariel Marks. Um, she's she's an amazing string player and her scores are always infused with like all these different kinds of string elements that are they can be sound designy, they can be um, more orchestral and and she's really she creates a fascinating sound palette and I, I would aspire to kind of create a sonic world like she does.
You're hearing music that has inspired my guest today. First, Thomas Newman with the cue Real Kiss from the Adjustment Bureau soundtrack. You also hear the cue by Cliff Martinez called Your Mole is Hugh McGraw from the Foreigner soundtrack. And you heard music by Ariel Marks with her original music cue called Tonewood. We talked about the influence that you've had for composing, especially with synth sounds. Um, what do you, how do you describe an organic instrument? Um, so an organic instrument, that's an interesting question, uh, especially talking about like someone, I'm, I'm a, an analog synth player. Um, so, mm-hmm. but an organic instrument, I would describe as, you know, a guitar, a ukulele, a, a trombone, something that doesn't have an electronic element to it. So that's kind of, when I say like I make hybrid scores with organic instruments and synth sounds, that's what I mean. So I mean an acoustic live instrument. And of course, when you're talking about analog synths, there is kind of that like live living element to them, even though they are a synthesized sound. Um, so that's very interesting to think about whether an analog synth is is organic or not. But I, I think I would classify them as something more to the acoustic side. You're hearing music called Radical Women from the upcoming documentary No Man's Land, the music composed by my guest today, Elizabeth Philipson Weiner. With synth sounds, mm-hmm. what type of materials do you use to create the sound that you want for either? a film festival or a feature length film you can really use a variety of things um and and i would say most composers typically do i personally use 
when creating a synthetic sound or using a synthesizer. I have a Moog Subsequent 37, so that's my analog synth that I use. And I use that usually in conjunction with some synth libraries, like a sample library that would be in the box on your computer. But you can really make anything into a synthesized sound as well. So you could record a an acoustic instrument. You could record, you know, like you tapping on a mug. You could record nails on a chalkboard. And then you can alter it using plugins on a computer and turn it into a synth pad or turn it into a sample that then you could use as a synthesized sound in a film score. Earlier, we had talked about your trombone playing, but we didn't talk a little bit about your ukulele playing. Now, how did you get into that? So I actually started playing the ukulele because I have uh, a bit of arthritis in my hands. And it was just getting really hard for me to play guitar, uh, which was really frustrating. And my husband actually bought me a ukulele and was like, try this. Maybe this will be easier. It's smaller. It'll feel better. And I just was instantly hooked. I love the sound. It's such a happy instrument. It's the vibe behind a ukulele is like it's an instrument that anyone can learn. It's an instrument that doesn't require a lot of technique. And I just found that to make it a really creative instrument. And I kind of just immediately added it into my folk songwriting music. And I've since added it into my film scoring world of sound. So I actually use ukulele a lot on um, the feature film Triple Threat. It, it kind of fit perfectly into the upbeat musical theater world that we were creating sonically. So yeah, and I I also teach ukulele lessons because I, I think it's a great instrument for kids to learn music theory on. And it's really easy for little hands also. So it's great for, for kids to kind of get excited about playing music because they can play songs. And that's really exciting.
You're hearing music by Elizabeth Phillipson Weiner with Haven't Found It, the title track from her EP. What do you find most rewarding about being a music educator? Um, I love teaching um, so much. I think that it's a way to share my passion for music with other people. And I also think it's it teaches me a lot, like I've I've been a music student my whole life um, and seeing that experience from the other side, I think, makes me a better educator and a better musician. Um, It just gives you like the complete perspective on what it means to be focused, what it means to practice, um, what it means to put work into something and then have the work pay off. Um, I think that no matter whether someone goes into music or not, learning music is a great thing. Um, I think it teaches you discipline and it it just gives you confidence that if you put work into something, you'll get better at it. And I think that's a great lesson to learn. That's really good. I've always wanted to learn the piano and I still haven't. It's It's not too late. No, no, it's not. Here's a unique question that I like to ask various composers. If you were to compose for a dream project from the past or the present, what would that project be and why? Wow, that's a great question. I love that. Oh, wow. I think I would have to say I would score Wally. It's interesting because my like sonically i'm so not an animation 
composer in the way you would think of one, a big orchestral score that's really like synced to picture and Mickey Mouse. But I think that Wally in particular, it's one of my favorite movies. And it had like so many different sonic worlds within it. Like it had a post-apocalyptic earth. It had outer space. It had this futuristic spaceship. And it also had very little dialogue and this great, you know, love story and story of humanity at the center of it. I think I would I would have to go with Wally. And also like Pixar is a dream company for me. Like I would absolutely love to work at Pixar. Their stories really inspired me to kind of move in the direction of films and storytelling. So I think I'd say Wally. You're hearing music called Future Chase from the Spitfire Audio HBO Westworld scoring competition entry. The music by my guest today, Elizabeth Phillipson Weiner. What can you tell me about Besties Make Movies? Yes. So Besties Make Movies is a production company. They are based in New York City. And they produced the film Triple Threat that I was able to score. And I can tell you that it's a company that's helmed by the most amazing friends who obviously founded it based off of their best friendship. And their names are uh, Stacey Malton and Margarita Zitnikova. And they're just really focused on promoting sustainability in production. They're focused on telling stories that maybe Hollywood isn't focusing on um, that promote body positivity, self-love, female empowerment, and just promoting empathy in the world. They're a really great company to work with, and I think they're going to be doing some really, really exciting things. That's really fantastic. Elizabeth, it has been a real pleasure to be able to go along this this journey of finding out more about your music career. I've explored your your website and it's it's a very 
amazing website. I, I really love the design of it. Where can people find you other than your website? They can find me on Instagram. I, I post some of my, my stuff there. I like to keep people updated on the projects I'm doing. My handle is at Elizabeth PW Music. And people can also follow along um, with my production work on Instagram as well. And that's at Teddy Tracker. So yeah, social media, my website, both great places to keep up with me and see what I'm working on. That's fantastic. Thank you again, Elizabeth. Philipson Weiner for being on Soundtrack Alley today. And I'm sure that your career is going to go forward as much as possible. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. You're welcome. You've heard music by Elizabeth Phillips and Weiner with the cue called Hacking, a piece for a Moog subsequent 37 synthesizer. I'd like to thank Alexander Schiebel for composing Soundtrack Alley's theme music. I'd also like to thank Eric Woods for allowing me to run loose on his station. So until next time, happy listening. Thank you for tuning in to the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I want to thank Tim Burden for providing his voice for all the bumpers and stingers you hear throughout the program, and David Cosina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media at Sound Radio on Twitter and Cinematic Sound on Facebook. And if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please take a moment right now to rate the show and write a brief review. Reviews help introduce potential listeners to the show. And while you're at it, head over to Tee Public to get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt. And don't forget to check out Cinematic Sound Radio at cinematicsound.net. <laughs>